Myler replied, the rain boots stay on during sex. Deal? All right. Yep, hopefully, the fish is, hopefully the fishes liked it. She said, I think, I think they did with a picture of her with some fish. You, you should try the Shimano. Shimano? Shimano? Shimano oh. on Q handles will slide in and out easy. Bro, what the how fuck? Do, how does ah! it go? Oh! <laughs> yep. ah! There's a dick. Bricked up. There's a guy bricked up, brother. Dude. Dude, no, we gotta, right, we gotta get off here. Dude. I'm, good, bro. I'm out. I'm out of this. Well, anyways. Okay, so they just spent the first five minutes of our podcast absolutely looking at a la la land right there. looking at a big penis yeah we looked at a big cock that's what it ended with that's uh that's interesting well, um can't say i've ever seen that one before yeah i did hype. reach out to, i did reach out to this person to ask if she wanted to come on the podcast i never got a response so that makes me sad um okay to kind of go on to kind of thoughts about it here i think um i think it's a genius move it's a big brain woman move. I think that was, it's very smart and it's cool. I, I support it. I will say there's a lot of guys in this market that are going to be into that. And that's why she's doing it. Like that's the big I, brain move. Right yeah. There. Big brain move. Um, I mean, just look at the comments. They're so thirsty, but I bet, does this girl have a merch line? We don't have to throw it back up. No, she doesn't. I looked for that. Dude. Uh, she only has an OnlyFans and some other whatever those links are for other websites. I don't know if do you do people that subscribe to OnlyFans people do they do they buy merch too? Does anyone know anyone that tries to sell merch on OnlyFans? I know that you, they sell like used clothing that they've worn, but that's like as far as I know. Are you sure yeah, I don't know, man, because I've always wondered that. Like, I mean, they're already making so much money on OnlyFans too. Some of them OnlyFans girl drive, they're driving like McLarens and shit. I'm like, no, I, <clears throat> I don't know anyone who's done like the OnlyFans thing personally. Um, so I, I'm completely lost for words on what what kind of money she's making. But I bet she's a pretty penny, bro. She got a pair of new Sims waiters, dude. Those aren't cheap, dude. Yeah, that's a that's a big brain move, and I think. Um, I think something like that. I, I'd like to see him more fly fishing oriented. <laughs> oh god, there is like that one chick from like, isn't she from Utah, Jacob, the relentless angler or whatever? Isn't she an OnlyFans chick? I feel like I you don't know, even that, know who that is. I feel like you know. Don't that. say you feel like I know who that is. <laughs> That's you're not... horny. You're horny. No, no, I'm content. You're content. I'm content. Right. You're you're the one that is. I'm the Dude, both of you bag. guys, man. We both are. I'm not going to say that that's you. We share equal blame. Our group chat is literally just you guys like, what do you, what do you think? What is this? You, what do you think? Would you? Jacob. Jacob, you there? <laughs> hey, it's more than that. We're discussing, well, we were discussing like the one girl like fishes the Oahe or whatever. Jacob, you can tell me to shut the fuck up if you want. One girl like, and she followed the account too. She followed Foulhook. But she like fished the Oahe and stuff, and we were like looking at her pictures, trying to identify where she was fishing. <laughs> That's what we were doing that one day. Yeah, yeah. It took about ten seconds to figure it out, and there's not even like a great background either. You can just you just know that's where it is. Was she yeah. catching power line? Was she going? Well, off? it's power line, of course. Oh, power line. Of that's course. my favorite spot. I miss that place so much. Yeah. L take, bro. Yeah. I was just telling Jeremy. I was like, yeah. Some days I catch myself. I really miss power line. And he proceeds Do you dream to about up, that? Throw up in his mouth. Like, like does Powerline come up in your dreams ever? Dude, honestly, I have fever dreams about Powerline sometimes, dude. I literally lie, like, I have an out-of-body experience about it, man. Sometimes I lay there, and, like, I can feel my soul and that silver cord detach, and it goes straight to Powerline, and it's night there. It's nighttime there, too, right? So I can't fish there either way, even if it's, like, my soul there, right? And sometimes I'm just literally, I'm just, you know, fishing peacefully. And the, my favorite part of it too is when I hear a truck pull up right behind mine and some guy, you know, getting on his waders and, you know, how's the top water, bud? How are things going, bud? 
and it's just you know it's pure bliss and then he's like all right well i'm gonna move you know maybe up to that riffle up there and then he proceeds to fish shoulder to shoulder me while tangling up my line and casting over my line and then hooking a fish and then me having to get out of there because he in, he invaded my spot i really miss that i really miss that time dude it's good stuff at what point does five other buddies that have all have separate cars come in there oh, that's yeah no that's another one point too. yeah no like a whole bus of people get off dude it's a whole like trout unlimited you know bus a camera crew and everything and they all come off and they're like yeah this is the spot this is the best spot on the oie this is where all the pigs sit and then they all come and they're all they're all rigged up with big bobbers and size zero tippet and they're just like ready they don't want to they don't want to overfight the fish bro cabela's, they want to make sure if they do hook one that they actually get it in on time bro. yeah cabela's waiters and then they're basically telling me to get the fuck out of the spot and i love that that you know when i get accused of high holing even though i was there first that's Dude, that's, that's, my that's just one motivation to high hole them yeah that's just that's that's whenever you're like, all right, fish karma or river karma, it's time to fucking go ham, and I'm gonna outfish like ten of these fools by myself. That's how that's how you have to do it. And to me, it's like that particular hole I haven't fished since last year, and it's such a bitch to fish, dude. Like with when there's people there, if there was room to move around in power line, it's all right. I remember. But, so when you throw the shiesty mask on and you just get to work. Dude, imagine yeah. like a long swimming pool, right? But everybody's fly fishing in it. That's like yeah. kind of how Powerline feels. Like Yeah, for the listeners who have never fished this particular hole, that's what it's like. It's basically one big swimming pool with a tiny riffle at the top and then it just kind of empties out into this big like big bowl. Big yeah, pond. like there's a community and, pool in Jacob's neighborhood that kind of reminds me of Powerline because like everyone be swinging noodles around and every time I see like the swimming noodles get swinging around you know I think about Powerline and how everyone's like tangling up in their cast you know because they're so close Bro, to seen, each other I've seen people swimming in Powerline too so you really are spot on with that comparison yeah it's just like I've seen people's kids get off and swim yeah, in there if you, if you want to fish the Hawaii just go fish go fish the hot springs man they're, they're stacked there Bro, yeah, don't the, give up the, my spot. The crack, the crack-headed out in bikini heroin needle people are down there with the big, like human-sized turd that's like on yeah. the rock because the the Forest Service locked the bathrooms and yeah. someone really had to poo. Yeah, so they shit on top of the big rock. Yeah, yeah, typical. Yeah, right, well, we just gave everybody another day in the life of the Oahe. That's yeah. good. It's always good. We're checking dude. boxes right now for the podcast episode. Okay, pyramid. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we do have a pyramid trip coming up in November. It sounds like Luke. I got the. I got my PTO approved. I'm ready to go. I'm still retired, so I don't have PTO. That's you. right. Yeah, Jacob. Jacob is still retired after all these weeks or all these months. He's been retired the whole time. He's taken up the podcast as as his retirement job, where instead of making any money, we just lose money. Dude. Yeah, and and all of you guys make. All of you listeners out there, you guys make this possible for me to do this. So I appreciate you guys for for really funding this one and keeping us afloat. Yeah, we we <laughs> used our money that we make to buy Jacob his new twenty twenty four cross track that he got. Hey, so Subi gang. So now Join we have three. Gang. All of us have cross tracks. All of us have literally have cross tracks. <laughs> I have a truck though. Too. I love it because that. That morning, you guys were like, "Don't get the cross trick, don't get the cross trick," and then I just text you guys like later in the afternoon, getting the cross. Trick. It does look better though. It looks bigger. I have to see it in person. Dude, we're, both, we're both. We're both. The, they they move like the like on your guys is the it's way flatter in the front, but with mine they added a little bit more yeah ceiling space up front, which I like, but. Yeah, it's, the two guys who own cross tracks are telling you not to buy cross tracks and to get something else, and then you buy the cross track. Whatever. But for I real disrespectful. I, I sat in both, and the the older ones just don't sit as comfy. And you guys are right about that. So talk about how you're gonna how how much fly fishing stuff you're gonna outfit this car with. Are you gonna put a bunch of stupid ass stickers like Jeremy's car hey, come to on, where I can literally on. recognize him from ten miles away? 
I'm going to try to spell my name on the back window and stickers so people not yeah. only know who his card is, but also like what I represent. How many rod so, racks going on that? I'm going to try to get four. One for, one for each rod. Dude, I've been seeing some whack-ass shit in Montana with the rod rack scenario, Did bro. you see like the guys with like, two four-bangers on their fucking bro, Toyota tr- Runner, bro? Try literally six. Really? What the fuck? Yeah, dude? six. Some guy put them all together. Like, literally six of them just like... All, like, it's just his entire roof. It looked like a solar panel on the on That's top so of his... That's so stupid. <laughs> I would stack them. Can you stack them? Is that possible? You probably I'd, could. You'd probably lose a lot of gas mileage, but yeah, you probably could. Yeah, the aerodynamics of your car isn't that messed up. Yeah, somehow Luke, that guy fit that... six of them on there, though. Look, speaking of... Uh... Roof racks. I heard that you're kind of starting to be recognized in public. You had a moment. Oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, no, shout out to the, uh, I dude, I was so dumbfounded. Um, I didn't ask anyone's name or what they were doing. I probably looked like a major asshole, but a couple, a couple people came up to me and, um, when I was in Ennis, Montana and the rod pod guy was one of them. And I can't remember your name, buddy. And I'm so sorry. Um, but you were cool and I'm sorry. I was like six in the morning and I hadn't drinking my Red Bull yet. And to be honest, I just slept literally inches away from one of my best buddies and he would like him and I slept like the, the worst we'd ever slept in our entire lives. Was it gay? Oh yeah. Daniel, he's gay as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Why were you guys not sleeping well? We both are. Let's get into that. Yeah. Did you Dude. guys get some pre pre fishing exercise? Oh yeah, bud. Always. It's a couple of euro nymphers sleeping in the back of a green Subaru. Dude. What the? <laughs> f- do you think this is a little man? horizontal cardio? Yeah. A little bedroom cardio action, as my as Colby Covington <laughs> would say, bro. No, nah, I watched that fool literally tie a fly using his neck and like his arms. It's, everyone probably saw the video, but yeah. He and then that fly proceeded to fish the best I've ever seen any fly fish. It was special tie. But yeah, we slept like shit Dang. in that car. So anyone that approached me that day, I probably looked like a groggy asshole. And the moon, the moon, it was a full moon like the night before. So like the moon was just peering in the windows and like all like, I had like no darkness to sleep. Did it fish well though? Did you guys fish well? Uh, we went to Henry's and the morning slapped and then like around like one o'clock it just died. Huh. It was just dead. And we just got sunburned. You sunburnt. guys walk waiting or were you in a boat? We were in a boat. <laughs> we were out in a boat. That lake's so shallow, dude. Like, Did it get pretty windy? No. It, it was perfect. And I get literally, every time I try to go to that lake, that was the first time I actually got to fish it. I've gone to like two other times, rented boats, and had to get off the water. Like, because 30 minutes later, a storm rolled in. That area... Greater Teton, Yellowstone country, whatever Mark Melanick says. Um, that area, the weather is volatile there. If it says it's going to be nice, count your blessings because there's probably going to be a storm that rolls in. Damn. Yeah, and it's um, it was so cool. I've I've heard that the fish there fight like way harder than typical fish yeah dude the one fish i caught was running me all around the boat and i've never had a cutty fight like this it was going under the boat and we rented a boat that had like just that paracord not paracord um god what's that what's that cord that's braided together called i'm stupid and i have a gd so i'm not educated it's just a rope Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just a rope tied to like bricks cemented cans <laughs> for anchors so we threw the anchors down and i hooked yeah, into works. one one fish and i was on the wrong side of the anchors and this fish trying to run me into the anchors running the boat ran me around the other side and like i catch quite a bit of cutties and uh everyone's probably gonna hate me for saying this and be like you're stupid but cutthroat don't fight hard they're the worst fighting fish in my opinion Disagree. So, no, you're, you've got some no, I I would agree. Even I would agree. Even it, even Pyramid Lake Cutthroat, dude. Yeah, the only reason those ones seem like they fire hard is just because they're so damn heavy. But like, go to Omac Lake when you go to Omac, it's gonna be they fight like 
wet towels. Like there's just yeah, I'm ready. There's nothing. Uh, that I was talking about that with Jeremy. Probably have to cut that cut that name out there, Luke and Post. We don't want everyone showing up to that lake, bro. Yeah, it's on they the Indian Rest too. It, it's yeah, it's not yeah, a big. It's a it's like pyramid, dude. There's plenty of room to space out. There's fish everywhere there. It, I don't really care. It's if people so know far it. out of the way too. Like people just don't. Yeah, they, don't they talk it. about it and they don't go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if true. if you wanna if you wanted to go catch fish that were t- twice as small as Pyramid Lake, you can go to Omac. They're they're not big there. I mean they're they can get big, but you might as well just go to Pyramid if you're gonna go that far out of the way. For most people, the drive is probably shorter to Pyramid anyway. Exactly. The flights are probably easier to get there. Yeah. Well, Pyramid is just more accessible too. Like yeah, shout out, yo! If you want to go to Pyramid, shout out PFC Pyramid Flyco. Go book them, Morgan, all those guys. Book with those hoes. You'll have a great time and the best lake lunch. There's yeah. our pyramid. There's our pyramid plug for the day. Love, love PSC. That PSC. wasn't even a paid ad either. That was just no, that's a free. That's a free one. Dumb. That's a yeah. free ad. Even though, even though I'm a dumb fly shop kid, I'm sorry. I love you guys regardless. You are a dumb fly shop kid. Yeah, that's true. I am kid, kid, respectively, as you're kid. 30 years old. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. still a kid not matured but yeah like um cutthroat don't really fight that hard in my opinion i don't really know i right, disagree with you on this one what? i disagree so hard some of the best fights i've had have been like 16 to 17 inch cutthroat dude granted I, okay so wait, wait wait let me back this up a little bit okay the 16 to 17 inch cutthroat i'm fighting on like a seven and a half foot four weight so that could be why they fight better but they are just so eager to eat and things like that that's why i love them i don't care the fighting stuff to me, the worst fights are like fucking, um, like brown trout, dude. Brown trout fight like shit, in my opinion. Oh. They don't jump. They don't do anything cool. They just fucking dig. Those are fighting words. It's like it's like a half. Yeah. It's like a, it's like not as good as a bull trout fight. It's oh. like a half. This to dude, me. this dude's got it backwards. He does, He's bro. Got it so backwards, dude. Jeremy, you're gonna say like, your steelhead, bro, was not funner to fight than a cutthroat. Well, yeah, steelhead, steelhead's not. That's you know, different, though. I'll give you that, but like, it's still a trout at the end of the day, right? But no, I'm saying like, I don't think browns are that great. Bulls are fun. I think pyramid fish are super fun. With how much all the fights I've done there, I've almost had my ass kicked by those fish. And then like 16 to 17 inch cutthroat are like a great fish to catch, in my opinion. Yeah, like a smaller rod. Mm-hmm. But like browns, dude, like nine foot five weight browns. You know, fucking, they kind of just go back and forth a few times. Like they, I. I mean, yes, I've had like crazy fights with them and stuff like that, but it's like such a irregularity that it to me they're not that great of fish. Yeah, every single See, some... rainbows. Rainbows are way more fun. Go ahead, Jacob. Some of my best fights are definitely brown trout, though. I agree. Like there's there's just no doubt about it. There's there's times where you get pulled by a brown trout and you never see that fish. It just takes you right to the bottom and you don't you don't see it. If you're in like a big pool, dude. And like I've had browns go aerobatic bro like jump i'm six feet tall like jump to my head like see those browns on the oahi they don't do that very much just because they're literally picked on like every day dude i don't know a single brown trout there that hasn't been caught that doesn't have like a remnants of like a ripped off lip yeah you know like especially the bigger ones too that just don't seem to get it they don't seem to learn and yeah. they're just I mean to me to me I think rainbow is more fun like think about some of the fisheries around here certain tailwaters dude the rainbows in there can be 16 to 18 inches and kick your ass all day yeah like they go crazy well, yeah. and they fish yeah. they, they get fish way better and they're much more picky than the browns the browns are just stupid and they fight like I think they fight more like wet towels than anything else dude two weeks ago I hooked into the biggest rainbow I'd ever hooked into dude like upper yeah. 20 27 no joke, Dan. Dan, there is my witness. It was so stupid. We were in Montana, fishing like this really spring creaky section of an unnamed river there, and um, it's it doesn't have it's not known for like big fish, but there's big fish that hold over in like lakes around it. And uh, this was like two, three weeks ago, and I hooked this fish. Well, first Dan cast in this like little corner riffle. And then suddenly, like, this big thing just comes out and charges him. I didn't see it, but I hear him go, oh! And I was like, what? What happened? And he's like, dude, biggest fish, big fish. Like, and I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, sure. So we proceed to mop up a few smaller fish there. And then right before he's like, hey, let's move on and go check 
a different hole. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take one more cast at this area that you supposedly caught a big fish. My first cast in, hook it. Dude, this thing jumped like 11 feet in the air. Like to the point where we could hear the hang time where it was like, yeah. And then like blast in the water. <laughs> dude, and it was jump. It dude, and it jumped and jumped and jumped. It I could not keep it down. And I ended up losing that fish. I lost the same fi- I lost a similar fish out of that spot the 2 years ago. That looked about the same size. And I'm not even kidding. This fish ran me all under logs and I'm trying to and I'm on my four weight. And so I couldn't, I was just in a really tricky spot and I wasn't going to, I just knew in the back of my brain, like, I'm just not going to land this one. It's going to, it's going to so pop long, off. Long story short then, Luke, rainbows are just the superior fish to catch on. I think they're my favorite. I, See, I it's neck and neck. jokers are the brown trout, cut the fuck it, bro. Rainbows, we can all agree here that rainbows are the best fighters. It's not even close. If I had to put them to yeah. scale, it'd be rainbows. None of you fools browns, have caught steelhead before, but let me just say they fight like fucking crazy hard. So when if you guys actually hook one. If you guys actually hook, well, you Luke hooked one and got his ass immediately kicked. Yeah, but if you guys like, actually hook one, you'll know. Yeah, that was such tomfoolery too, because I don't know what I was smoking that morning, because I literally was like six x tip it, and I thought I was using like three. I don't know what I was doing, and it just oh boink, point it just ripped me off. You didn't think to, you didn't think to notice when you no were putting it on, dude. I didn't know what I was doing, dude. It's fucking 25 degrees and shit, bro. You just tie that shit on as fast as you can and you just pick it. It was windy. And I just remember I was so hyped to catch one on a Euro rod because that was the goal that day. We were like, we're just going to hook one on a Euro rod. So, yeah. Yeah. But if I had to like rank trout, you know, I'm, we're excluding, you know, there's going to be some people listening to this. So these guys have never caught a bonefish or a carp. And it's like, yeah, carp are insane. And if you want to, yeah, see we're talking it, trout here. We're yeah. talking, we're talking trout. If I had to rank, um, if I had to rank that though, I'd do rainbows, browns, and then cutties. Cutties got to go. Brooks, uh, Brooks, bull trout fight pretty hard, but they they fight similar to cutties sometimes. No, they, they fight like a brown trout. They just dig. They dive. That's because I mean, they're a lot of them around here are you know their main home is a lake. So when when they're scared, they just dive. So, hmm. yeah. Moving on, Jacob, you have some big news in your life. Sounds like you're moving. Well, if I get the job, yeah, I, I might right. be moving to Reno. Where, you, where are you potentially moving to? Reno, Nevada. Oh, you gonna Biggest go to Burning City in the world? You gonna go to Burning Man next year, bro? No, I'm not gonna be able to make it because there's gonna be protesters out in the middle of the road again. <laughs> hey, man, they're just advocating for your. For your nature, man. Leave me yeah, alone. Leave, leave no trace, bro. I don't understand it. Why pick on the hippies? Like, they're going at an environmental cause towards hippies. Like, that seems like the wrong target. That's true. There. That's true. Bro, <laughs> did you guys see the news that they like all got stuck down there? Like a bunch of people getting fucking stuck. Yeah, because of the rain. Oh yeah, the shit, mud. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, my mud. my guide boss was down there for Burning Man. I was like, bro, I wonder if we're gonna see him if we're gonna get stuck down there and die. That's intense, dude. Yeah, dude. It, it looks yeah. like a disaster. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm really jealous. Well, both of you guys are moving. Maybe. Maybe. Wait, you maybe. Yeah. No, what the I'm f- kidding. I'm like pretty. I'm. I'm signing a lease. I'm. I'm moving. Yeah. I'm yeah. going. I'm going down for the listeners' home. I'm. I'm moving to Salt Lake in October. Dude, um, you are officially in the upper echelon of fly fishermen. Why, dude? Salt Lake, dude. I I will say, dude. Western Rivers Fly Shop. Yo, they carry Tom Morgan's. I'm gonna be you know, problematic in Mo- that motherfucking hoe. Montana isn't the <laughs> upper echelon. Uh, Idaho, Idaho wants to be, but it isn't. You and think the, you really think Utah is that much better? It's Utah. Yeah. No. No way. Dude, look give if, me, give me, give me two you, years. Give me two years to figure out the water, and I'll let you know. Dude, when we see you again, you're gonna be like, you're gonna be decked out in squala. And like oh. you're gonna be like, ooh, Patagonia. What do you? That's crazy. Edge Iowa. Anyways, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go on the Weber and bear mace a guy that tried to high hole me. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. No, dude, I, I'm excited to get down there though, dude. It's new water. Like we, Luke and I, right before the podcast, before Jake got here, we were literally screen sharing and looking at Google Maps and seeing how close I am to things. 
dude, I have so many good fisheries within a day drive of like where I'm going to be living. It's going to be insane. Dude, I'm, I'm jealous be... of the Uintas. Dude, that's, that's what that, I'm jealous of. That was like the last thing on the list that we looked at. Like, yeah, that looks cool. But we're, we're thinking like Wyoming, Colorado, the green, East you know, Idaho. Fucking East Idaho. Like it's, it. it's like a day yeah. drive, dude. It's not even bad. Yeah. Green will be sweet. That's I, That'll be better than the Owyhee, I would think. Yeah, I fished we'll in April. Yeah, when I fished in April with a uh, huge fly fisherman in about trial, it was sick, dude. And you know the cool thing is, if we do ever decide to meet up there, we can rent but we can rent boats and go uh, down the green. Really? So That's kind of sick. We don't have to get a guide. We can just rent a boat. Dude, why don't more places rent boats, man? Is it too much of a liability? It's. I think it's liability. There's not enough. I'm, I'm sure. I think Henry's Fork does it for like the Henrys. I think they do it. South Fork of the Snake can be dangerous, so I don't think they'd let them there. Like Henry's Fork, the Green, those are all places I know you can rent drift boats. And I know what section we would fish if we went. If we rented a boat, we wouldn't do like the, we wouldn't do two of the sections because I don't think any of us are good enough on the oars to do those. But the bottom section is the one that I fished, and I really liked it. And there's not as many fish. Let me make it very clear. There's not as many fish, but there's it's cool. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. You know, I'm gonna state the obvious here, but a Nathan can't afford a drift boat. You know. Well, if I get if I get this raise. We'll have a boat. We'll be good. Because, but because a Nathan used to guide, and a another Nathan gave me a, you know, I had rafts to use. A Nathan knows how to row, a little bit. I mean, I'm not crazy good, but like, I just can't afford a drift boat. And I really am like, sometimes I'm like, I wish places would just like rent and then make me sign like a death contract. Like, if you die, can't sue us, or your family can't. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. totally fine with that. The biggest, like, I think they're, like, so, like, the green in Utah is the A, B, and C section, and, like, A and B, B has Red Creek, which is, like, a, like the hardest rapid on the whole river. Then A section is, like, mother-in-law, and there's, like, a few other bony spots, but if you're, as long as the water's pushing, you're fine. When I was there, it was, like, record lows, Yeah, and it was kind of tough in that A section and stuff like that. I wasn't on that float, part of the float, but it looked, like... I watched some people get fucked up. Let me say that. Yeah. And heard of some people getting fucked up on film. So I got to see it. But no, I didn't get to see it. I lied. I didn't get to see it. But I had heard the grapevine. Some people got fucked up in there. It's just not something I want to do. So, but it looks super fun. I mean, I only got to spend like three days out there. So I'm excited to go back, you know, turn that into kind of more of my home water and just kind of see what it's like out there. Dang, bro. You better start training UFC. Yeah, I need to, dude. Bro, I'm gonna get into fucking grappling matches in the river, dude. People, people in Utah. This is why I call it the upper echelon, because everyone there is that entitled, and everyone there, you know, they're hardcore about it, man. They will literally rear naked choke you over a spot. (laughs) I heard that from some people, like to just be careful, like where I go, don't let people bully you out of spots. Yeah, especially I guess on like. I, I guess I'm okay to say it even though I haven't moved there, but like the Provo apparently has like a lot of people on it and people expect to be like having their spot and whatnot. So I hope that that isn't the case, but there is a chance that it will be. So you should just do it and be like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Yeah, dude. Like, what are you, yeah, yeah. Like, what are they going to do? I mean, I'm 5'6, 135 <laughs> pounds. So I might get fucked up. I might come back on the podcast and be like in a cast and shit. But hey, I'll stand my ground, bro. Maybe I'll get shot. Who knows? That's that dude. Fly fishing's a sport in Utah. If that's the case, yeah, dude, bro, they're just shooting each other and shit, throwing rocks and stuff. It's yeah, life no, or I don't death. know what it's gonna be like. It's life or death out there. You know, Montana yeah. is just full of old farts. You know, <laughs> they they don't. You know, and they're the most opinionated out of all of them. You know, and I'll I'll be age, I'll be ageist on this podcast. We're because gonna be ageist. We're gonna. Hey, we looked at it. It's like 05 percent of our listeners are over the age of sixty, so I think we're okay. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Those guys are cool, though. They are cool, dude. There's some cool ones there. There, I will say, but there are just some. There's some prissy guys, man. There's some chillers out there. There's some chillers. Um, yeah. Anyway, on to like the debate section. So, Jacob, what was it? The thing that we disagreed about the other day? I don't even fucking remember. Well, I don't know. It had something to do with like how you. Oh, I remember now. Interact with people on the river or something, or how? You, how yeah, it, it was kind of along the lines of like giving information to people for free and being a guide. 
Please. Yeah, so Jacob, go ahead and state state what state what you said. I won't counterpoint you. I'll just state well, what I think. I mean, just from my experience guiding, I I didn't take it too serious. Like I knew people were always on the river, and so I've always, if I have a positive interaction with you, and you're either new to the river or um, don't fish it a lot, or maybe not in the area, like if you're cool, I'm gonna help you out, like. Even if I'm not guiding you, I'm going to help you, like, either give you a fly that might work or, I, like, I'm going to make sure that, like, that guy has a positive experience because they drove a long way or it's their first time. Like, I wouldn't want to be, like, I would want to be the guy getting helped as well if I was in the issue. So I have always thought of it from that standpoint of I'm going to help people if they are positive with me and have, like, they're just chill. Like, if they're cool. But I don't know. You you seem to have a different viewpoint. Yeah. So it's not that I'm not going to be nice to them, give them a fly and whatnot, and tell them kind of what to do. It's the part that you got me, I believe, in the debate was like, hey, I'm going to just tell them like anything that'll work and stuff like that. And you'll just so that they have positive experience. Whereas for me, there are certain things that I do when I guide and things like that that not a lot of people know about on particular rivers that it's the way I fish it. And to me, I'm not going to give those away for free, like certain strategies that I use out there for certain certain holes or things like that. Yeah. Am I going to give a guy a zebra midge and a split back BWO on the Owyhee because they want to, they aren't catching any fish? Of course, I'm going to do that. So they have a positive work. And maybe they catch one or two. I'm not going to give all the tricks of the trade on that river to those guys. Like I'm not going to show them like why I tie certain things a certain way or why there's the weight distribution in my rigs is different than what they're throwing and things like that. You know, it's all, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm not going to explain, sit down and explain and show them all of that stuff, but yeah, well, I give them like a fly and be helpful and be like, Oh yeah. Hey, you're fishing this hole. Like I'm walking by, I did this the other day or the other month when I was out there, walked by these guys up by a hole that Luke and I used to fish a lot. It's actually where Luke and I first fished. So Luke, you know where I'm at. Yep. These two guys from Washington had no idea what they were doing. I looked at them. I was like, hey, what are you guys throwing? They just showed me it. And I was like, oh, like, da da da. Like, okay, like, this isn't going to work here. Gave them like five flies, showed them how, showed them like the most basic rig that'll work out there with the bobber, showed them some knot stuff, and then dropped them in there. Boom, they caught a fish. They're like, oh, we've been out here for two days. I haven't caught anything. We just caught one in five minutes after you showed us. I'm like, yep, that's how it works out here. And it's like in one of the dumbest holes in the whole river that's so easy. There's so many fish in there. Dude, it's so like stupid. if you don't catch anything, you're kind of fucking up. It's so nondescript so, too. You wouldn't ever think like like maybe, maybe like there might be one holding in here, but it's a it's pretty nondescript. Like there's not yeah. a lot of stuff that you would think they'd be by. Right. So but they were on it. So they had the they had the right idea. They just were fishing it wrong. So I showed them that. But like, yeah, I'm not gonna show them, hey man, like in this particular hole, if you put your weight this far above and you do two, six a uh, sixth, whatever, sixth ounce split shot or whatever, put it here, you put it in this ripple, like, it's going to work. Like, you know, I'm not going to get that technical with sure. it. But, like... Right, I'm not that, getting that technical, though. I'm just saying, that, though, like... That's there, not what I was saying. And, like, some flies, some flies out there that I use that no one else uses and things like that or that I've been able to, been blessed with getting, you know, knowledge about, things like that. Like, I'm not going to give that away. But that's the kind of stuff, like, bro, like, I'm just not interested in giving it away. And it's also not my secret to tell. I was shown that I show half the time. If I have a client, I don't even show them. I just tie it on because they don't care. Yeah. yeah. See that. See, we have, we come from different backgrounds then because you just said it right there. It, it's not your secret to tell. Like you, you learn from people that, that have had a business out there for a while and they've been fishing it. They're, I mean, I'm guessing their whole life or very close to that. And so like, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And where I don't necessarily have that, like I've, I've only learned it really from a couple of my really good friends. And then, um, I mean, that that's really about it. So um, I don't feel like I have that same responsibility to uphold a secret that you do. Um, so I think that's probably where our disagreement was coming in, honestly. Yeah. yeah and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, so, I would love to hear the listeners, like what they think about that. Like, Hey, you're a god, or you know, something in a particular water that's heavily fished that, you know, works, but not a lot of people know it. Like, are you telling people or are you not telling people? Our listeners, I think that would be a really good question to have, like for them. Yeah, that's a good one. I think. Yeah. I think it goes both ways too, and I, I think I, I it 
I know it does, there's no tiebreaker here, but I think I agree with both of you. I agree on the side though of like if you make your business on the water and you 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 put in the work to find those spots that if that per I would build a relationship with that person and be like, hey, like I do really know some like sick stuff out here, but I do make my living on this water. If you want to book a trip, like I'll show you. Like kind of, you know. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, if they want to book, if they want to pay me, you know, 600 bucks to take them out plus tip and yeah. you get a decent lunch, hey, all for it. But yeah, like for the people, like the guys that showed me, like they make their living on that river. So I'm like not interested in giving away their trade secrets because they were nice enough to show me. I'm curious of this perspective that's too. Do you guys think, do you guys think that, because I've heard some influencers too talk about this subject that guiding is unethical because it's pimping, yeah, the, my balls. pimping oh. the fishery. What do, you, well, what do you think about that? Yeah. No. Uh, if you're saying guiding is unethical, then you're basically saying that you being out there is unethical. It's It's no different. It's the same amount of rods in the water. Um, I, I really don't see how you could... It's not destroying a river because, one, they're teaching you how to fish it the correct way, an ethical way, if yeah. they're a good guide. Um, yeah, there's there's no reason that they should be saying I think, that. I think a lot of people, it stems from the idea of using a public space like that in order to make money. I think that's like the, the big issue that people have is that they that you're using public waterway in order to make your living. And I... I I don't fucking understand why people get so upset because they're like, oh, guides ruin a river. I'm like, no, it's not the case fucking at all. Guide, yeah. Most guides, you know, are stewards of the land. They take very good care of it. How many cleanups do we do on the Hawaii a year? How many cleanups do we do on the Boise every year? You know, shit like that. Like mom and pop random people who are just out there fishing for fun aren't doing that. Like, sure. Like there's like the fill the net program that they have here in Boise and stuff. That's awesome. And everything like that. And that goes a long way too. But like, that's a very niche, or that's a very small pot, small portion of the population that's out there actually using everywhere. The guides actually are probably the biggest caretakers to the land. Like here, just yep. in Boise, Idaho Angler, TRR, Boise Anglers, all those guys, they do a really good job of organizing cleanups out there, making sure their guides know what the fuck they're doing, and like taking care of the land. So like to me, I think it's a complete farce that people say that. People just get mad because the guides are out there every day fishing and living a fucking really cool life fishing instead of being at home working a nine to five desk job i see it as jealousy as a jealousy thing is what most people i hate well and i hate that that comes from some influencers because some of them you know you're pimping the fishery just as bad like the spot burning aspect the whole you're putting it on video for way more people to see than just two dudes in a boat you know what i mean yeah yeah. Think about the eye. Think about the eyes that are on a on a specific waterway after like one post. Say you get a thousand likes on a post, so an influencer gets a thousand likes on a post. You have to assume that probably got in front of maybe thirty to forty thousand people's eyes too before they press like, or uh, over that time. So thirty or forty thousand people. If you say where the location is, they're gonna know that spot and where you caught that fish or right. that waterway you caught. Maybe not the specific spot, but they know that those fish are held in there. So to yeah. me, that is just such a fucking annoying ass line like that. That shit gets my blood boiling, as you guys can tell. Like, I hate when people say that shit. People are like, fuck guys, fuck this. Yeah. The other thing, the, the only thing that I can give them any sort of props for are there are shitty guides out there, and there are really good guides. And there's a lot in the middle. Yeah. But there's really shitty guides. We all know a few of them. You know, they're going to come and go. They, they're, you know, the cream rises to the top type of deal. They're going to stay at the bottom, and they'll probably leave in a couple of years. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah, I was just curious on that perspective. Cause... It really is like a good cop, bad cop. Yeah, go ahead, Jacob. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just saying, it's like it's kind of like a good cop, bad cop thing. Like the like you were saying, just those, the bad ones really do filter themselves out. That's a very good point. And, they, and they, they're, the, they're the reason, though, that people are saying these things. Like, they're, they have those bad interactions with those types of guides, those stereotypical guides, and those are the ones that... I mean, that's what makes it happen. Yeah, they don't stick around very long. Yeah, so like to me, like you can hate guides all you want. There's probably a part of those people who are like, man, I wish I was a fishing guide. If I could just fish and make 100k a year or something like that, I'd take that job. Well, that's grandma's guides aren't making 100k a year. But still, you know what? You get the point. Yeah, and essentially, in the grand scheme of things, both guides and fly fishing influencers are looking to make some sort of living off their hobby. 
or off their passion, you know. They're doing the same thing essentially is the way I see it. So to to rip on somebody who is more and I look at guides, I mean they're teachers. I mean they're I mean they're showing They're educators. Yeah, they're educators. Like, it's like it's like telling the that's like calling like a high school teacher or something, not saying that like the level of education is equivalent, but like fuck you and fuck what you do. You know? Right. It, yeah. It, it's kind of like it's like think about it this way. Think think of guides more of educators other than people who are just taking out the fish. I mean, there are some guys like there's a lot of guides out there that are really good educators about teaching how to fish. That's like telling Tom Rosenberg to go fuck himself because he's teaching people how to fly fish. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the same idea. Well, yeah. Anyways, fuck guides. No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> hey, there are some guides out there I fucking don't like. You guys don't like them too. I'm just there's kidding. certain influencers out there that try to be guides. I also don't like those folks. You know. Dude, would you let some shisty shit doing it? Some dumb shit out there on the river, dude. Would you let uh, Fly All Seasons be your guide? Fuck no, dude. He's going to bear spray me by accident, dude. Dude, I think you I already would. know his spots before he even takes you to him. Bro, did you guys see his post about bull trout the other day? I think you I sent that to you. You yeah. sent it. What, what was it Some again? Dumb shit, bro. He's like, I don't want your spots. I just need advice on techniques. I'm Dude, like, that, that's an R slash fly fishing. Yeah, it's an R slash fly fishing post. fucking NPC thread, yeah. bro. Dude, that's so. What? I don't want your bull trout spots. Dude, just go. Literally go look in any drainage. Any reservoir. Google it. Fucking Google it. Idaho Fishing Game. You can literally go and look at the paper. Dude. Or any, you can literally just call them and ask, probably, and they'll probably fucking tell you. Bro, exactly. Go you on could, trout routes. That, too. You could go. <laughs> dude, talk, speaking of, um, well, let me finish this thought, thought first, dude, because my ADHD is going nuts right now. Um, but you could literally walk into, if you want to come to the panhandle, walk into Idaho Fishing Game. Talk to one of the biologists. All three of them there are good. I think there's four now. They, they literally will tell you. They'll tell you exactly where they are. And they have to. Like, part of working for the state. They're public servants, yeah. Yeah, you, and the state doesn't let you gatekeep. You have, if you're not giving someone information and they feel like you're being a dick about it, they can report you. And, dude, you're gone. There's just no warnings. Yeah. Like, anything that ruins their reputation or, like, is a negative impact to it, they just let you go. Yeah. So you maybe you telling that person, you know, maybe, oh, you should just go find it on your own. They could take that the wrong way and be like, hey, like I tried to get some information on bull trout and this seems like the fishing game guy didn't want to talk to me. They'll really look into those kinds of interactions at fishing game. Huh. Yeah. I've it, only ever had positive interactions with fishing game. So, you know, I've never had anything. Like that's that, why so it hurts me know. too. Like when Jacob told me about the Oregon one he had with ODFW, like, they're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, they don't have to tell you their secret honey holes, but if they, if you want to know, hey, where are bull trout distrib- distributed mostly here in Idaho? They'll t- they'll give you like a good starting point and probably set you up for success. Dude, one of my buddies' first big bull trout we caught, we ran into a fish and game guy holding a camera over the spot because he was filming them like, try to jump up this little thing for the biologists. Cause I think above there, they're going to go, they were going to go up there and make reds. And then like, he's like, Oh yeah, they're not quite spawning yet, but you could get down here and, uh, they're just trying to make their way above this. So you can get down here and fish for them. So my buddy caught his PB just that way. <laughs> Cause yep. the guy literally told us just to go down there and cast the line in. Just how it is, man. Yeah, so, and it was like a random spot that we just stumbled on. We we wouldn't have known bull trout were there if the fishing game guy wasn't there. He just told us they were there. He he had every choice to tell us, like, they're not here. You yeah. Know? But he just... But he did, because yeah. he's probably, he, he knows his job, you know? Exactly. But yeah, we, um, trout routes. Dude. What kind of curse shit are they on right now? Uh, I don't know, but they're spending a lot of money on paid This ads. influencer campaign they got going is insane, dude. And, you know, I, I, and I've had some listeners reach out and, like, be like, hey, I actually like trout routes. And, like, I've talked to a few of them and be like, all right, what's different about it than what's already on the market out there? You know, like, what's so what's so useful about it? 
versus things that have already been out for quite a while, like Onyx or anything like that. And like, and I, I posted something the other day that was like, Hey, Onyx, can I copy your homework? And then Onyx, yeah, don't make it too close. And there's trout routes, you know, because yeah. they're adding property lines or they add, they added property lines and like, it's just Onyx now, but it's, but it's catered to fishermen, which, you know, you sure Onyx hunt, like it was catered to hunters, but it had boat ramps. It shows you the river, shows you private access. You know, the I only most people, the only thing most people use trout routes to basically just fucking spot burn, bro. Let's be honest. Yeah, the only thing I think trout routes playing devil's advocate here for a minute, it has easy access to water temp and CFS, I believe. I downloaded the app because I I, I don't want to be, I don't want to pretend like I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, and so. I was really trying to play with it to see what's so different about it. And I can't find anything that, you know, would make this pivotal. Like I need to spend $60 a year on this. Like I just, and you know, and I think back to that conversation with Ben, like, I just don't think it's a sustainable business model still. Like, I just think that, you know, there's going to be new people downloading it. Sure. But I think people will unsubscribe eventually when they finally can when they finally figure out the ethics behind this and then they you know they figure out how to look for their own spots you know I just think it'd be a waste of money after the point when they get more experience does that make sense yeah, yeah. and I think it definitely fits the market for like people that are brand new to fly fishing right like they they might not even know what onyx is yeah and so if they if they just get in and fly fishing it's like trout routes what's that shows me where to fish like they they might look into that, but there's just like you said, it's not sustainable. People outgrow that. They learn how to do their own research. That in I just feel like the trout thing, you know, trout are delicate as they are, not to be the oh, nature guy, like leave my trout alone. They're just why couldn't we make it like fly fishing routes or something where we can put bass or like carp spots, I guess. You know, yeah, I, I think I think they're just trying to monetize the growth of fly fishing. It's just how it is. There's a couple of them now or yeah. whatever. On stream is like another one. Here's the thing: if you're if you have half a brain and you know how to use the internet, you can find all that information without a fucking app. That's Dude, the thing. they're just grabbing like the worst on un- people, like the fucking lazy ones, dude. The yeah. ones that you don't want to be fishing with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like Eye to Fly. He's the only one out of that. I was surprised to see him working with them honestly yeah i figured that wasn't gonna happen i think i think he's like the only cool one out of the other ones they picked up because the, the other ones they picked up uh red rape and steelhead that's confirmed red um, raping bull trout red raping browns yeah uh, god what else is just he doing? super Fucking unethical just, people yeah fuck yeah. that guy i you that guy Bro, he knows it's on site if I see him. That guy knows who I am, and he knows it's on site. And I looked I at, like I looked into some of the other influence they ha- influencers they have on their ambassador program, and it's just it's just the same kind of people. And then like fly all seasons, of course they would grab that guy. Like, just well, it's because do you have no to pay. Do you have to pay to be on their ambassador program? No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I actually I'll reach out. I'll try to ask Joe. No, don't and ask him. Let's just fucking. We but, could just literally fucking message him and be like, hey, we have a podcast. We want to get sponsored. I just. Oh my gosh, look at these. Who are these people? Yeah, I don't know a single. Look at this guy, bro. This guy has professional I've headshot seen on there, and everybody else is fishing. A few of these guys were at the expo, and then they're not. I don't think the people that yeah, run no, them are all bad. Really nice guys. Yeah, they're bad all nice guys. guys. They're, so I talk they're to them nice. I just don't understand this app. It's not on board with it. How are they making their money? We should do a podcast sorry, with them. But there's no way. There's no way. That would actually be an I interesting thing. Just, I want to talk just like business with these guys and just see like, are they getting it? Oh, look at that. There's a there's Grant the Sergeant. Yeah. Nice. This chick is with Reddington. I don't know her very well. I don't know this guy Who is at it? all. Uh, I oh, think she's. I, I think this chick's with Reddington. I don't know her him. We know these two. I yeah. like both of them. Both now. of them are cool. Brad, they're, they're both Yeah. Oh, this is the new guy at Reddington. Cringe content. Not a good fisherman. The fuck? Play spotlight. 
Nice rain to zero, bro. Stop being broke. Yeah, trout rats. If you guys need help with the website, let me know because it looks a little rough. Yeah, ghetto as hell, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't recognize like any of these people really. I mean, other than and those are people that are like locally known. Like, you know what I mean? Like this guy, like why you would this guy bought like twenty thousand followers? Don't know this guy. Reddington. He still gets like a hundred likes. Yeah, he gets a hundred likes. These two legit guys, I like them. His POV content is pretty good. Uh, hey, it's where'd been... they? Hey, where'd they catch this fish at, Jacob? Uh, looks like Henry's Lake. Yeah, that's a Henry's uh, Lake that's, fish. No, that's a pure yeah. Lake fish. Bro. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just uh, and like, what is the incentive behind? And this is just my open forum to these fly fishing influencers. What incentive are you getting with trout routes? Like. Nothing. They just get their name out there on a, on a, like that's all it is. It's that's because why they do I it, I find it hard on stuff. Like maybe, but I find it hard that they're being paid actual money. And uh, I just come, I come from the entertainment industry and the music industry, and like clout doesn't oh, mean nothing. It's dollars. Dollars are what oh, sustain. Yeah. This guy stole my fucking story, bro. In and 10th grade, that all changed when I injured my elbow. That's putting it into my aspiration, bro. I've heard from people from his high school. He's a weird fuck. Found yeah, he is. Time. I've fished with them, dude. I, when I was in high school, I fished because he's friends with one of my friends, or used to be. And that was the most uncomfortable fishing trip I have ever had. Like, he's the most overly positive person. Like, just disgustingly positive. <laughs> I just you the thing about this is just if I was in the influencer realm or on like the traditional influencer aspect because I think whether we like it at the end of the not end of the day or not we're we're in that influencer realm but like I just don't I what what would I be getting out of this you know and yeah. how how does it affect my brand and does it align with what my identity is I guess if it aligns with what you want your identity to be then sure but could, I don't want to be me, but I don't want to use my platform to essentially bring up this app that just came out. And, you know, for, you know, influencing should be done with money. That's just my opinion. I think if you, based too. yeah, I think if you, yeah, exactly too. And I think, but I think like, yeah, we'll give you a free subscription and stuff. Like if you're being it, but you got to make content for us. Like, fuck all that. Like, Dude, this guy literally admits he's a COVID fisherman. They learned COVID. This Trout Routes picked up an influencer on their ambassador program that literally says, "But during COVID, I wanted to, I wanted to way, way more than ever. What the fuck kind of English is that? Oh, than ever to be immersed in nature. I picked up fishing again, and very quickly dove in the fly fishing. So like this guy's been fishing for less than what two years, and he's on, he's an influencer yeah. for a company. That's Dude, ridiculous. Dude, my favorite, bro. my favorite. All time flies to throw is an elk hair caddis. Get out of here. You're you fucking 80 years old. Yeah. Very good fly fishing. Way to be creative. What a Super fucking boom. It's a I'm good just... name, though. I won't lie. That's actually a pretty good name. Surprised that one wasn't taken. That should have been taken. Yeah. It just, anyway. uh, yeah. Anyways, I, that's my, that's my wrap on that. I just, yeah. Uh, you know, prop, I guess. Well, trap. you know, we had, we had to wrap up the podcast with something, and I'm glad it's a rant because I know our listeners love hearing us bitch about stuff that they bitch about to their buddies, but no yeah. one actually says anything about it. And if you, if you use trout routes and it works for you, cool. Like I, I know I had a few people message me about it, and like you know, I'm not I'm I'm not knocking on you specifically. I just I just think I want to know what use they get out of it. Exactly. Versus I something else. I want to know how they're making money, there. dude. Yeah, they ain't making money. It's VC backed. I'm almost sure of it. What's VC backed? It's coming from Saudi Arabia. Venture capitalists, probably. Someone pitched an idea and they're making it. It's probably a venture capitalist that likes fly fishing. Just tends to be how it is. I wonder if it started on Kickstarter. Who knows? Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, cool. We'll uh, start wrapping her up there because that's a good rant to end her on there. Yeah. And uh, anyways, coming at you hot with our new episode. We appreciate y'all. Sorry we were delayed. Anytime that we're delayed, we're probably fishing. Um, I'm actually quitting fly fishing because I'm going to become a full-time archery guy. 
I've, I've transcended to there. Good God. So you got to start shooting trad, bro. Dude, I am going to start wearing those like Idaho arrow shirts, you know, like oh. with the with the trees and stuff. And then I'm going to grow oh, a beard. And then I'm literally going to talk about nothing but IPAs and burgers for the rest of my life. And then as soon as someone say, says, you want to fling an arrow and be like, dude, what's your draw weight? What's your draw length, bud? You know, yeah, you want to get, don't forget your Traeger too, dude. And oh, yeah, your I need Blackstone, my Black, Blackstone Gorilla, whatever the fuck they're called too. Yeah, bud. How, what's your draw length? You What do you shoot? 340 spine? 400s? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm Enough ready. of that. I don't want to hear any more of this. All right. Later, guys. Anyway. Yep. Catch you guys later. All right. Bye-bye.